One bad apple spoils the bunch. A famous quote that never held much weight for a young rebel. I always figured that before the bad apple became too influential, he'd change in a more positive atmosphere. But upon examining this theory thoroughly, I learned that 100 million people were indeed telling the truth about one bad apple. Be curious enough to ask questions, but wise enough to accept facts, because that's a vibe. Hey guys, and welcome back to another episode of Good Vibes with Robert Alexander. Please subscribe, rate, and review on the podcast app of your Apple device, or follow at soundcloud.com backslash robertalexander7 for all other devices. This week, I want to talk about the fine line between helping someone willing and equipped to be better, and when it's a good time to let go and let God. One very hard pill for me to swallow was that I can't help everyone. Compassion is one of the cornerstones of who I am, but at almost 30 years old, I can say I've done it both ways at this point. I've given the occasional assist to help someone get the ball in a hoop, but on the other hand, I've bought the sneakers, put them on their feet, put air in the ball, became their cheerleader, and even drew a diagram to recap everything I taught them. And you know who was more appreciative? The Kobe to my shack. Why? Because Kobe understands the concept of synergy. Kobe understands that he isn't entitled to my service and his actions show gratitude before he can verbalize it. Person number two is like a baby bird. All they know is dependency and you can't expect them to be in a different place from the last time you saw them. More times than I like to admit, I myself have been person number two and it wasn't entirely my fault either. As I've stated in episode 28, we're all just products of our own experiences. But how long could I go on saying no one taught me how to tie my shoes before I became known as the goofball that keeps tripping over his own laces? I've been to posh parties and talked with the most aspirational people. People who didn't believe in ceilings. They casually discussed things that an oppressed mind just couldn't comprehend. And yeah, it would have been great for one of them to adopt me as their mentee. But why would they? Back then, I was too afraid to admit I wanted more, that I wanted the best for myself, that I wanted to live abundantly. That being said, I can speak personally of the mindset of person number two and his entitlement issues. As hard as it was to accept then, I brought nothing to the table, and yet I expected a seat. But join me on this tangent as we explore possible outcomes for if I was given a seat at the table with no skin in the game. They'd invite me to their birthday parties and events to which I could never afford to attend unless someone sponsored me. They'd invite me to a night of bar hopping and I'd have to pray someone else picked up the bill. Someday, they casually ask me why I never hosted our get-togethers and I'd finally be exposed for who I really am, the sweet and insightful poor friend. And someone might say, I'm being extreme, but if I can't come to the party and sit with the big kids, I'd rather not come. It is what it is. And so these people laughed at my jokes, smiled and nodded as I spoke, and then they all went to their own lives and I went to mine, never to cross paths again. And you know what? At the time, I took it personally. It made me bitter and it pissed me off. So y'all know me. I went back to the lab, figured out how I could appear to be more like them, me and my obsession with perfection. (laughs) And I said, next go round, I'ma shine on these hoes. 
What I didn't initially realize is that what this did was make me more serious and intentional about shaping my own life. Here I was, fully prepared to fake it until I made it, but as I scratched the surface, I learned that there was an entire person with his own goals and aspirations for the future. It's the oddest thing to admit, but in some ways, before this turning point, it's as if I was living life on autopilot. And so then, I became this new and improved Robert, fully invested in empowering anyone by any means necessary because if I can do it, so can you. It was harmless at first. I was brand new to the experience of quote-unquote life coaching, and so I had all the energy in the world for the cause. But I found myself becoming more and more invested, taking the progress, or lack thereof, personally. Eventually, I became so consumed in empowering others that I was no longer watering my own garden. Which brings me to my point. We as a people have a responsibility to pull our own weight. But that isn't to say that any of us is above giving or receiving help. To help means to assist, aid, or accompany someone in something. Sometimes when we buy the shoes, fill the ball, and build a ladder for them to reach the hoop, it's more of a hindrance than a help, especially when they can't make it happen a second time without you there. As we create close bonds and connections with people, it's only natural to want the absolute best for them. And wisdom is vetting the people you allow to be close to you because every exchange has influence. I've had friends who couldn't stop banging their heads against the wall in the name of love. I've known people who talk about being broken in debt and wear it as if it's a badge of honor. I've known people who keep the attention on everyone else only to disguise their own flaws and shortcomings. And I enabled all of it for longer than I'd like to admit. But as I grew to become more like Kobe and less like the baby bird, I distanced myself from all of them. Not because I love them any less and not because I'm suddenly too cool or any other pretentious reasoning, but because I don't need that type of negativity in my life. And once I realized that it was affecting me on such a personal level, I chose myself. And at first it was hard. I felt like I failed them by giving up on them. But then it hit me. I've survived everything I've been through and I've become quite wise through my experiences. So who are me to rob these people of theirs? And trying to prevent them from enduring the pain that after much self-reflection and evaluation made me stronger, I could very well be preventing them from their own growth and development. That's when I confidently decided to let go and let God. And you know what? I'm better for it and so are they. Now that's a vibe. The main takeaway is the importance of developing a barometer for how much energy you're putting into each relationship. And that doesn't imply that two people should bring something identical to a relationship, nor does it mean to sever ties as soon as a person does something you don't like. But what it does is it keeps you mindful of your own energy and how it's being affected by the company you keep. That's it. If you'd like to share a story related to this episode or any other episode, write the show at chatgoodvibes at gmail.com. And if you love this podcast, start a conversation with someone and continue to spread those good vibes. Bye.